Thanks for checking this podcast out, Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast. I'm Steve Mathis, but you probably knew that already. Thank you to the folks at Racetech. Pulp 2022 is a code to save with Racetech. Uh, get your moto work done there. Get suspension work done. If you're a local motor shop and you want to... Um, you know, have somebody do your work for you. Uh, they'll sign NDAs, and they've got all the cool CNC machines and stuff to do all the work that you need to on four-stroke heads. Get your suspension serviced, seals, bushings, all of that. Uh, love your bike. It'll love you back. And you can say by telling them you listen to Pulp MX, Racetech.com. There's Racetech service centers all across America. Get the right spring rate, for God's sake. Thank you to the folks at Racetech. Also, all balls racing, whether it's uh, the Vertex Pistons, whether it's uh, hot rods, whether it's uh, hot cams. They have a whole bunch of parts under All Balls Racing, carburetor rebuild kits, just to name a few things. If you're building up your bike, if you want to uh, um, get some aftermarket parts that work really well at a good price, go to allballsracing.com. Check out what those guys have. And, yeah, basically they have bikes in a box. They literally have bikes in a box. They have uh, all the parts you need to rebuild your motorcycle, two strokes, four strokes, all of that. Allballsracing.com. Please check it out. All right, on to the show. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original moto podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast with Adam Cincerello. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Of course, you look at uh, RJ Hampshire, you look at the uh, Rockstar NG Escovarna team, you look at Justin Brayton, you look at Zach Osborne, off-road, on-road, supercross, motocross. Uh, Fly Racing's got you covered. Formula Helmet. I dare you to go look at flyracing.com and check out all the things that the Formula Helmet has got going on, from safety features to the price to the lightweight to all the different models. If you're in the market for what I think is one of the safest helmets out there, the Formula Helmet, read up, up, read up on it on the Fly Racing uh, USA, flyracing.com website. And, um, yeah, appreciate you guys listening. Thanks to Fly Racing. Love the um, Evo stuff. Kinetic Mesh is my number one favorite, but it's too cold right now to wear that. So I love the Evo stuff right now. That's my number one gear line from the folks at Fly Racing. Some really good Blue Crew stuff, of course. Lasts a long time. Fits well. Thank you to Fly Racing for making this uh, podcast happen. Also, thanks to the folks at Renthal. Uh, there'll be some Renthal breaking news in here for Adam C. and Cirillo. You'll have to listen to uh, find out more about it. But whether it's a twin wall bar, 7 8 bar, fat bar, fat bar 36, uh, Renthal's got it all, man. Sprockets, chains, grips, uh, mountain bike stuff as well. Renthal.com. Great quality products made over there in the UK. And they do a good job, those guys at Renthal. As you know, if you've used any of their products, thank you to Maxis as well. Mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires, and, of course, the MXSTs that uh, Jeremy McGrath developed as well. Maxis.com. For more information, you ever thought of Maxis for a tire for your dirt bike or 
street bike or UTV or whatever for a long time, check out Maxis.com. And also Koba Links, K-O-U-B-A Links.com. Pulp MX is the code to say free shipping, discount as well, lowering suspension link from everything from Aprilia to Yamaha. Thank you to Koba Links. You can get them at motorsport.com. Motorsport.com, go through the banner on Pulp MX. Please help us out. Go through the banner. It takes you to motorsport.com. Make your purchase. It's great for us. So thank you to the folks at motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts, free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. And if you have a problem with motorsport, email us using the contact form on Pulp. And we will help you out and get it handled, whatever it is. And they're a big sponsor of Pulp Mix Fantasy. Sign-ups open soon. Thank you to motorsport.com for all that they do uh, for us at Pulp Mix. So here's uh, Adam Cincerillo and I talking a little bit about preseason stuff and, uh, and, and Jason Anderson and Ken Roxon and Chris Betts and more. Just a conversation. Really, this pod was, when I thought about it, it's just me and Adam rapping more than anything. You're going to get a look into our phone calls or our text messages and how it goes more than anything. He's a little bit more politically correct on here, but but not too much. Uh, so I appreciate Adam's time for this, and uh, and away we go. And now, last promise on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, a good buddy of mine and uh, one that I'm cheering for, and certainly many are, and it's going to be sweet to see him back on the racetrack. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Adam Cincerillo. What's up, AC? How are you, man? I'm doing great, Steve. Great to hear from you. How's things? Oh, things are good, man. Um, I'm going to be traveling a lot here starting next month following these how many, races. How, how many races are you think you're going to make it to out of out of the 31? Uh, I missed five last year. I would expect the same schedule-ish. I like that. Yeah. Do you know, are you a... Are you locked in from the start of the year to to the to your events? Like you know the ones you're missing, or is that no, no. is that a week by week thing? No, it's I'm 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 too anal to just go. Like there's media guys, and one of them one of them rhymes with Schmeej, that doesn't book a flight until like the Monday before. Yep, I can't do that. I, I can I book you know I'm two months out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm two months out, and then and then in that two months, if I want to miss one, I'll you know I'll figure it out. But yeah, I can't I can't just be like uh, I'm not gonna go, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, c- cannot interesting. Cannot just do curious. that. So um, yeah, so we're gonna be really busy doing the super motocross thing all year doing that. Um, you've been laying low in the off season, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, it was long <laughs> off season. I wasn't even sure you were gonna do this, <laughs> to be honest. So. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too. I wasn't too sure I was going to do this either. Um, and I think I will probably have some media people that are not super stoked with me because you caught me. You honestly caught me in a um, a good couple days where I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little bit. And I've I've kind of been telling people that I'm not not really uh-huh. doing any interviews or anything. So I heard that. I heard that. And then. Um... Uh, I'm glad I caught yeah. you on one of those days. Uh, yeah, get, go to bat for me, will you? Because uh, yeah, I love the media. Well, I'm literally holding Chris Betts's Chris Betts's bat right now in my hand when you said that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, pod- I, I love that. Sometimes I podcast with this in, in this bat. So, um, let's talk about that. Our buddy Betts, uh, Agent Life, hanging it up. Uh, yeah, you, you know, like you uh, did this since he was a kid, right? Um, all he knows, all he lives for, and. Yeah, he just had a frustrating year. Things I think he got caught up a little bit of political game from talking to him as far as the sport of baseball Definitely. goes. But, you know, you're tighter with him than I am. And, uh, yeah, he had to give it up. But uh, Betts will be great. Betts will do great in whatever he wants to do. Yeah, it's his 
his attitude, he, he sees the best in everything. And I find the people I come across in life that are just kind of built that way, they always seem to land on their feet wherever they go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a bummer. It was a bummer that, that he didn't make it to the majors. Obviously, um, like you said, I think it was a, it was a bit political. Like, uh, obviously, he had some injuries mm-hmm. on the Rays when they drafted him, and then you know when he got out of that system, it was going to be he was going to have to really go on a run to to get to the majors anyway, and he just kind of. Um, but yeah, respect for him for making a, you mm-hmm. know, making a mature decision like that. And I know he is super stoked on what he's doing right now. It seems like to be a really stimulating job. He's still around the sport and. Yeah. Um, he's still the same smiley, energetic bets, and I'm proud of him for, for keeping going because, you know, that's that's tough, man. That's tough to uh, be doing something so long like that and then and then give it up and then just keep chugging along like that. So I got a lot of respect for that guy. Stealing a lot of meat from my dear friend Nick. I don't know if you've heard still about this. Still doing but, that? Yeah. But, um, well, one thing is, so I give him a lot of shit about his big million-dollar contract he signed after being drafted. But that money is long put away and long since invested, and minor league baseball is no joke, right? He is grinding on buses, and you know you're not playing, and you're it's just dude, yeah. The guys that stick it out to make the majors at 28, 29, which you hear these stories, dude. Those guys are warriors because it's not an easy life, minor league baseball. You know, no, yeah, yeah from everything. Obviously, I'm not a huge baseball fan, mm-hmm. but from just from being friends with Chris now for a while and hearing, yeah, it doesn't sound like a super uh, luxurious lifestyle. So uh, we, we we got some fake media news in our sport too that you were retiring. It's, that was a little buzz there. I'm sure you heard uh, yeah. about it. I'm sure I'm sure you heard about it. Uh, yeah, I've been here. I I heard some things. I'm just like I heard what some things. Um, yeah, it, it's it's that's where we're living, man. That's where we go with our sport now, and we're susceptible to the same things that celebrities are, not on that level, but and mainstream sports are, and, and you know that kind of stuff. There's a it's reached our level. It didn't for a long time, but we're here now. Yeah, know? I think. Yeah, and I think I've I've been, I guess, quieter than I have been in the past in terms of like social media and interviews and. And stuff like that. And, and when you're quiet and you're not controlling the narrative yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it, it leaves you kind of open to, you know, whatever the rumor is flying around. And um, <clears throat> yeah, but no, I'm not retiring. I'm super stoked to be racing. Feel good on the bike, man. And just stoked to be where I'm at right now. And uh, I'm not sure exactly where that came from, but I, I was uh, <laughs> I, I kind of laughed it off. How uh, how are things going? You're 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 probably not a hundred percent. Would that be fair to say? Like you're still got some things to work out. Would that be fair to say? Or where are we at? How are we feeling? Well, first of all, I mean, taking you know the last couple of years, I, I haven't raced much. Just that in itself, mm-hmm. like to be to get back to a level to a competitive level, just to be competitive is so much work, and it takes so much time and. Um, you have to be really intentional with what you're doing day in and day out to, to get back to a level that you, you know, that you can be competitive. Um, obviously I've had some, you know, besides the knee, I've had some things that I've had to work through that haven't been ideal, Mm -hmm. but as far as where I'm at right now, I feel, I feel like I'm in a good place. 
I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I got a, everything I'm doing on the bike these days, everything just feels different, man. Like being at the track and, um, my work day in and day out. I've, I, I say this a lot. I, I've talked about how much fun I've had in the past and people know how much I like dirt bikes and, mm-hmm. um, how much I enjoy doing this, but I'm just in a really, you know, despite the, the challenges that I've, that I've had, I'm just in a really good place mentally. Like I'm just in a really solid spot. Um, and yeah, we've had some challenges, but it is what it is. And I am confident that I'm doing everything that I can to be, um, you know, to deliver the best results that I can. And, and at the end of the day, that is all I can do. Sounds like maybe, and this hasn't always been the case for you, you've let go of the things that you can't control a little bit. Well, I've been, I've been forced to really, I mean, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I've been forced to, um, yeah, the last, the last couple of years, I, I, f- I feel like sporadically, you know, my career has been so interesting in that it's so good when it's good. And then it's so shit when it's shit. Um, in terms of just not getting out there, not being on mm-hmm. the bike. And I, I, I feel it's been overstated the, the whole perspective thing. And sometimes I, sometimes I find that it can be a bit corny when it's talked about, um, too much, but I can't overstate <clears throat> how much I've learned. And especially this past year, just, um, I, you know, these are just big life moments, big life challenges. Uh, and, and you're also, I'm also just growing up too. And it's been, it's been a tough experience at times, but it's been really rewarding. Um, and I feel like I'm in a spot right now where I'm able to, like, I'm, I'm happy that I've learned the things I have, like the past year specifically. And like you talked about, kind of letting go of, and, and don't take this the wrong way when I say letting go of expectations, because where that goes in people's minds is like, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't have that fire, which couldn't be further from the truth. I, I could be sitting on a beach right now if I wanted to be, and I'm not because I love this and it's what I want to do. And I want to compete at the highest level and be the best I can be. But I feel like I'm in a spot now where I'm able to not take these things for granted mm-hmm. that I, you know, the, the stuff that I've been doing my whole life, like I have a newfound appreciation for the opportunities that I have and, um, the experiences that I have. And yes, sometimes it's challenging. Yes. Sometimes I, I haven't reached my goals and, and, um, that can be difficult as somebody that takes a lot of pride in, in their work. And, um, it, you know, it can be difficult, but I just love this and I I think I love it more than I ever have. And that in itself, I'm, I guess I'm proud of myself, you know, and the people around me for, for helping me get to that spot. Yeah. You've definitely, you know, you care a lot, not saying other guys don't care, but other racers, uh, probably have a better uh, ability to turn it off. Um, the ups and the downs. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Uh, you don't always had that, uh, and so maybe you have found a little bit of a Zen thing and been like, here's what I can control and here's what I can't. And here's what I've done. And here's what I want to do. And say la vie, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying, I'm working and, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, to me, you have a 450 supercross win to cross off 
Um, you've already had a hell of a career and done a ton of things. I know you want to win championships. Everybody wants to win championships. Of course. But but you know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah, you have this thing to, to – you've won air, indoors and out everywhere. Just we got to get that 450 Supercross win, and then who knows what can go happen from there. So um, I do take a little bit of dispute with your statement earlier that you said it takes so much work and so much effort to get to where you want to be. Uh you came into last year with some issues with your arm and you were leading laps. Now you were never, you knew that you were never going to land on the podium and you knew that right. the, the inevitable was going to come. But I would challenge that, that you're so damn good that, that you were leading laps and running up front, you know, on I, I, whatever percent you want to put the effort that you were able to do it. Like I, whatever number you want, 65, 75, 85, whatever number you were not a hundred percent. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of what your whatever you were doing last year. That's maybe your low level, and you were leading leading laps. So there is that. There is that. Yeah, I. <clears throat> a lot I, of guys would love that. Love that floor of like leading laps. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Right. Obviously, the goal is to do it. Um, you know, obviously the goal is to do it for 20, 20 minutes plus one and, mm -hmm. and, and have good results. It's great to lead laps. It's great to have speed and all that. And I think uh, maybe it's kept me afloat a little bit this past year, not racing, like the fact that I can just kind of go out there with one arm and um, and lead some laps. But, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously working on being more well-rounded and – like you said, you know, I kind of, like you say, I found my Zen or whatever. I, I don't, like, yes, I found some more perspective. I've, I've grown up and, um, it's, that's just life and it mm -hmm. happens, but it's, it's, it's not, I, I've never wanted to eliminate the caring, you know, it's like even early in my career when I had some struggles, it, it kind of makes you. And man, the, if people forget how rough my first couple years were, yeah. you know, after after the first Supercross season, like I didn't really do anything for a couple years. Like people forgot about me almost like they've forgotten about me now. It's kind of the same exact thing. And as being a young kid there with zero perspective at all, I mean, I can't even begin to describe to you how much that, how painful that was to me. And, and how many times I was tempted to be like, you know what, I don't. Like, I don't need this, man. I don't need this. Like, you know, when your coping mechanism in those times are to tell yourself that you don't care, like you, you like there's more to life, mm -hmm. you know, you don't need this, you don't need that. Um, and I never did that because I, I, it's like I wanted it to hurt because I didn't want to lose the fire. And I guess I want to make it clear that that's where I'm still at. Like, yeah, I've had challenges. Yeah, I have perspective. Yes, I'm going to be OK no matter what. Like I will 100%. I am a happy dude and I will be a happy dude regardless of, of how this goes. But that does not take away from my like burning desire to be successful on a dirt bike. And I, I just want to make that abundantly clear when, when we, especially when we have all this perspective talk. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have everybody thinking what they want, anyways. No matter how much you say it, right? Uh, totally. They, they have their minds made up about you or whatever, and you probably deal with it on social media just like any pro athlete does. Um, and so it's hard to get people to change people's minds. But um, if they are open-minded, I think they can understand that from your interviews over the years that you care a lot. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I think. Yeah. And 
I think that's that's part of it. I think that's part of the growth that I've experienced a little bit. And it's not to say I don't care what people think anymore or anything like that. That would be um, extreme. But I'm just I don't have the mentality that I need to prove my worth really sure. to 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 people much mm-hmm. anymore. Like I am really I'm really proud of myself and I'm really pr- proud of my body of work. And that always that hasn't always led to great results through my career. Obviously, it's been inconsistent with my durability and um, and, and things like that. But I'm really proud of my body of work um, and and what I've done, kind of in the face of these challenges and kind of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I, I'm I'm super stoked on that. And for me to still be here, still loving it in this headspace, like I just yeah, man, I just can't yeah. help but be stoked on it and. And really, I get a lot of love on on social and in the media and stuff. So I, I really don't have any any right to complain in that area. Fly Racing Racer X Podcast with Adam Cincerello. Yeah, um, Renthal, Maxis, Cobalinks, Motorsport.com, all on board with us. Six times you finish in the top three in points in a class. You have that national championship, of course, uh, and then yeah, everything else that you've done. So it's it's been. It's been you don't get that without caring, without trying, without you know, without putting the work in and all of that. You just don't do what you've done. So, um, how's uh, uh, yeah? So you feeling good? Your 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 expectations are? I'm guessing like you're not going to put tell us on this podcast about putting a number on about winning a race or so many podiums or whatever. Um, but you feel like you are building, or do you feel ready to go in in a less than a month or three weeks that you can you can perform? at your speed you need to or are we still building yeah i think i think i think my expectations are to lay a foundation Mm -hmm. for something that i can continue like to build on like i know that i still i know what i can do on a dirt bike like still i i still have all the same feelings i i've had at the you know at the best times of my career i know what i can do but it's if you if you're not Clearly, if you're not out there and you're not continuing to build and you build confidence and um, racecraft and all that, there's there's only so much you can do. So I need to lay a foundation to um, to have success. So I think that's my expectations is, is sure. just to be within myself and obviously to do the best that I can. This will be the longest you've gone without racing, uh, the, the least amount of races you did in a year, 2022. Obviously, you've done parts of other seasons, you know, back in the 250 days and all that. But um, you were telling me after 2021, you had isolated some issues that you had on the motorcycle as far as riding technique. And I don't know if I can share those, but you told me that. And you were going to work on those to prevent some things happening. Now, I'm guessing, though, in 2022, like you didn't really get a chance to work on that to prevent those things from happening. Is that something that's still a work in progress, the stuff that you had told me about? Or are we... Did we fix that? Like, where? Or, I mean, obviously, it's always a quest to improve. But where are we at with that kind of stuff? Because I'm thinking 2022, you were just trying to hang on. Yeah, it was unfortunate with the uh, with the shoulder with the shoulder injury going into to last year. Um, I've I've been really I'm always intentional with my riding. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm never just out there just to get the laps in or. Um, or anything like that but yeah there's some things that there's some things i needed there's some things that i needed to tighten up and obviously that's a work in progress i'm 
I'm doing that now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I've had some time to actually to actually ride, um, I didn't. I don't think I rode uh, three weeks before the first race last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think I rode around in a field like twice. <laughs> so and then yeah, the 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 knee injury last year was unfortunate, mm-hmm. but just a lack of strength. Um, hold on, sorry, somebody's calling me. That's my bad. Probably somebody to offer you just more money or something. I'm sure. No, absolutely not. Oh. Um, but yeah, yep. yeah, it, it was. I didn't really get to put anything into play. Sure. Last year, but right. of course, I'm always working on on technically being the best that I can be, and and clearly that is the safest way to ride. Uh, Dan, so. Bruce, everybody at Cowie, that you've been, uh, you know, when we've talked earlier this off season, you've been very excited with those guys and and their attitudes and and everybody on the team, and and I don't think it's just preseason bs that you're saying like i think it's you you really feel like those guys got your back and everyone's uh happy with your progress i talked to an unnamed kawasaki team member about three weeks ago about you yeah and they were very happy and and you were happy they said you were happy and they were happy and you looked good and you're building and all good um so yeah talk about the team a little bit yeah they've been um They've been great, man. I mean, just the fact that I'm I'm here, I'm I'm on board for for the next couple of years. They they've shown so much belief in me over the years, and and times like you know, in times like these last couple of years where I haven't raced much, and um, and more than anything, man, like even after I got hurt um, at San Diego, you know, the team is very you know, kind of checking on me from a, from like a mental standpoint too, you know, like I I really, I really appreciated that. Like they, they really, you know, they really have my best interests, um, Mm -hmm. which is hard to come by. It's just hard to come by in the workplace period, you know, let alone the, the industry of the sport, professional sports, Uh, let alone professional sports. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I really appreciate that, and and, and they've given me all the support and and more that I've needed to kind of claw my way back to um, where I'm at now, and uh, couldn't couldn't be in a better spot. And just just grateful for those guys, and um, you know my my crew chief Oscar as well, and my mechanic Justin. It's I've been with Kawasaki since man 2004. It's um, I I'm very grateful for those guys and and what they've given me and. You know, I'm looking forward to to hanging in uh, the next couple of years. Are we? Did we make any bike changes? Did we find anything on a bike that that were drastically different? I mean, obviously, there's fork settings and shock settings that change. Fat and... bar. Oh, fat bar. Back. Yeah, back to the fat back bar. To, man. Back to the fat bar. All yeah, right. We're back. Okay. We're back. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep my eye on that. I I, I predict four rounds, and then we'll go back. I, I don't know with you yeah, guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> no hand guards. Haven't tried to paddle on Supercross yet, but it's coming. Okay. All right. All right. Well, fat bars a big. Beyond chance. that, I'm not telling you anything, man. All right. Fair enough. I get it. I'll find out anyways. Don't worry. Uh, no, I know. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, let's. I want to talk to you a little bit about some other stuff. Uh, unless do we have anything else to add, sort of for your your outlook and your riding and your season? I, I like talking to you about moto, so I have topics to, to touch on now. Or do we have anything? No, else? man. Okay. I'm I'm just stoked. I'm just stoked. Like good. I think. I think. I think. I think it's easy when, you know, I, I kind of just like, I've like, I just had some shit to sort out really mm-hmm. like with myself and, and kind of like where I'm at in my life going forward and, and, and not 
like a lot of stuff off the bike as well. Just growing up and kind of getting a direction for for where I'm headed. And yeah, I've been a, I've been a bit quiet, but I, I don't want people to think I'm like bummed out. You know, I yeah, yeah. I really am. I, I'm not I'm not just you know putting it on. Like I really am in a great place and having a good time and good. Um, just stoked to hang. Just stoked to hang with everybody. See everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it. Good, good. Uh, how's things with the NYK and, and, and Ramit and Schmoda? Um, how's things with, with the, the Nick Way? Who, by the way, top privateer 2002 Supercross Series, tuned by me. I love that. Yeah. I uh, I, I just I was watching Bar to Bar 2006 oh, uh-huh. okay. on my spin bike like yep. an hour ago, and, man, he got a lot of hole shots. He I did. Think. MDK, he was good, yeah. I, think, Honda, yeah. I think he podium three, two or three 450 races that year. He was good. Um, solid but no it's it's been it's been really fun i think in the past a little bit with with this is joe's first full year with nick and and cameron's been a part of the program now for a mm -hmm. while but um we've been riding all together a lot more than we have in the past which i you know i grew up in like the eldon baker system with you know riding with everybody doing motos Mm -hmm. with all those guys and and even before then as an amateur i'd have my buddies stay at my house and you know, we'd go, we'd all do motos together. And, um, I, I love that. Like I like to compete and, um, it's, it's been fun kind of having the, get, you know, the carrot dangled in front of you again. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fun, dude. Joe's hilarious. He's, he's super funny. Both, both him and Cameron are ripping and, um, yeah, I'm good. whipping off to Nick. He's hasn't grabbed me by the helmet yet, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's always um, good. Oh. yeah but no it's been fun man everybody's doing well are we getting any vlogs back how are we looking on the vlog scene so yeah i'm going um my guy you know Derek. yeah right yep yeah i he's he's gonna get hired he's i'm hiring him <laughs> okay. full-time okay uh, content content creator uh-huh i'm not sure i'm not sure if i'm gonna go back to the vlog route um okay more so just like social media mm-hmm. facebook instagram maybe some youtube stuff not sure but he will be there with a camera, and does, we will figure out. Does Scene Cirillo Incorporated come with a 401k or a health plan or anything? You know, I, I don't think we have dental. Okay. Everything else. Okay. Every, everything else is fine. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I um. Yeah, I've just decided. Let's just you know, let's just. I just need to get. I need to get back out there a little bit. When you start not posting on social a lot, it kind of becomes. I, I kind of like forgot how to interact with people. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I'm seriously, no, I'm serious. I'm like, I, yep. you know, I'm waking up and I'm like, I don't, I don't really have the desire for, for likes and comments and like people's, in like people's opinion. You know, sometimes when you get so trapped in that loop, that cycle, you can get so stoked on, you can get so stoked and wrapped up and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I, I kind of just got out of it. And then I'm like, Derek, I'm going to need you. I need you to, I'm just going to give you my Instagram password and I just need you to start posting stuff, man. There you go. I like so it. Here, uh, that's yeah. where we're at. It's coming. That's where we're at. It's coming. Well, if you yeah, need, if you need a coming. hype man, let me know. I can maybe be hired for, as a hype man behind the scenes. That would be that would be tight. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Nick would get pretty sick of that pretty quick. But um, he, it he is what it is. He was at GH uh, I don't know a month ago, and and he's there with his kid. And dude, he is jetting the thing, and it is he is on the jet. He's leaning it out. He's richening it out. I'm just like. <clears throat> oh get my God. right dude i'm just like this is he you know just another example of just how he's all in on everything right and and, and the temperature changed at gh during the day and 
you know, the 65 or the 85 had to be jetted. So I'm just like, oh boy. If you're going to do something, yeah. if you're going to do something, why not, man? Why not give it everything you've got? <laughs> I love it. It's great. Uh, I got breaking news for you too. Uh, I followed Jason Anderson on Instagram. I was relieved to see I wasn't blocked. So uh, really, how is Al Hombre? How, how's that? That's a 21. Dude, that guy is ripping. <laughs> He's sure. going so fast. <laughs> and I'm, you know, when I first got back, man, I was off the bike pretty much eight months. And and that that's the longest I've ever been off a motorcycle ever. And it is, um, I don't care how much talent you have. I don't care how long you've been riding, mm-hmm. getting back, getting back to, to race pace on a supercross track after eight months off. It's, it takes you some time. And to be honest, I'm still getting there, but it doesn't help when you have that guy just absolutely. I mean, yeah, he's well, been, that's um, depressing. Is it depressing or is it a goal? Is it cool? No, got- it's yeah. not. Okay. It, you know, you know, that's another thing. Like it would have been like that used to be, I used to not, I don't even think I could like do laps um, without, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. just without yeah. being like kind of just bummed out with it. Uh-huh. But that's one, that's how I knew things were different. Like as soon as obviously I've, I've done a lot of work. And that's how I knew things were different kind of when I got back on the bike because he's putting two seconds a lap on me. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. all right, like, let's figure it out. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Just stick with it. Stick with it. Figure it out. And, um, yeah, that's, that's the expectation thing that I'm, that I'm talking about that just as allowing me to get the most yeah. out of my work that, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. But in terms of Jason, yeah, he's, uh, he's looking like he, he might win a few races. No, oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, he could be a supercross champion. For sure, yeah, uh, maybe he really could. Maybe um, for sure. He, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been on teams where the a, a, a guy ripping at the test track just that was it. The dude was ruined for the day. I, I've seen it. Almost two fifty guys, four fifty guys, like that's it. You know what I mean? Like a guy catching and passing them. You know they're doing their sprints and that's it. We got to we got to load up. So it, it is a thing with you guys with pro pro riders. I've seen it. So it's good to know that it doesn't spin you out. You know. Totally, man. Well, I mean, think about it. Since the time you're since the time you're five years old, you're really you're competing with all these guys for the ten places on the starting gate where you feel justified in, um, like, basically making a living. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. You got ten spots where like you feel real good about it. Um, and yeah, I yeah. guess it, it can get it can get personal if you're not super mindful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, are you still in Cali? You're you're still there. You're not moving. Full full time resident. I man. know I sold you. My house in, I, I, know I sold you my house in Florida a couple years ago. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I just I live in a I live in a little townhouse. I keep thinking you're gonna go back. Like a, I keep thinking you're gonna go back. I, that you're gonna. That's why everybody. Yeah. I, I still have I still have friends that are like, are you in Florida or California? And I'm like, I I haven't been to Florida <laughs> in two years. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, you're gonna go back, but maybe not. Maybe you're maybe you're good. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm good yeah. here for now. Okay. I, I've always like I've always like simple. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've always like simple. I have this I have this little spot here. Nothing nothing crazy. I have a vehicle. Um, yeah, it's just right. everything's simple. Nick's right here. I um, you know bike rides, gym, everything's everything's easy. Like I'm kind of a man of routine too. Right. So I'm I'm super stoked on where I'm at. Jim Tan Laundry. It's all there. Exactly. Um, so, okay, uh, we touched on that. Uh, the SMX series, the Super Motocross series, we got three races at the end of the year. You got to be top 18 in points 
from Supercross and Moto, just top eighteen. Whether you whether you get them all in Supercross or you get them all in Motocross or you get them in both or whatever, and there's all this money up for grabs. Um, uh, not so much of like, and it's supposed to be a hybrid track or whatever. What's your thoughts on these on this change in our series? I love the fact that Supercross and Motocross are working together. That's that's a plus, but. I don't know. I'm not that excited for these three hybrid races. First of all, hybrid races never work. We've tried at the Monster Cup. Um, but hey, what, that whatever. worked just fine, bro. Oh, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> worked just fine. Uh, you know, so what, what, what's your take on it, though? I think – what's my take? Mm-hmm. I like, like you said, I like that everybody's working together. I really enjoy that. I think the TV package is much, is much simpler. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to – uh, you know, when we're always having to swap over from different networks, like all all year long, it's it becomes difficult for my own family to know where to, to watch the races. So just that aspect alone is going to get more eyeballs. I like that. Anything with the word playoffs behind it. And um, obviously there's a lot of money up for grabs there. So potential for growth, um, some cool locations, L.A. Coliseum. Um, I like it. I think okay. I think in this I think in in. I don't want to say just this sport, but in sports in general, it, it change is, is difficult to to wrap our heads around. But we won't know until we try. And everything everything on paper to me looks like it has potential to be positive. So um, I'm I'm excited. Why yeah, not? Yeah, I think it'll be neat, right? And exactly right. I'm I I've got reservations about the hybrid track and the format, but hey, let's try it. Let's see how it works. Exactly. You know? Let's try it. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> right, exactly. We've been doing the same thing for a while now, so No. I'm with you, absolutely. And we get one extra like, week I... off we get one extra week off in Supercross. Really? Do yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, two weeks off now. I don't need any weeks off, man. Oh wow. Look at you. Okay, here we go. Um Ken Roxon, uh you share an agent with him, you're good friends with him. Um we went through the Kenny Roxon experience. I was at Paris and would have bet a lot of money that he was going to sign with Firepower Honda. He just won. He passed Eli twice and looked great because he's Ken Roxy. He could probably look great on a moped. Um, but he, en- he ends up signing with HEP Suzuki. Uh, I didn't see that coming, but I talked to him, texted with him, and he loved the bike, like really loved the bike. I- I'm sure you heard the same. Yeah, no, he he seems to be very stoked on where he's at. I like this new Kenny. The last mm-hmm. man, what's it? It's been since like the end of outdoors. Kind of, he's he's been popping up on social. Oh, I'm dude. always, yeah, dude, I'm always just la- like I'm always just laughing and shaking my yeah. head. The guy, he's he's Kenny through and through, and you got to respect somebody that's so open and so down to be themselves. You know, obviously he's a good money, buddy of mine, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on his side with with um, with whatever he decides to do, whatever he decides to do. But I think in general, just to see him, like, I think from a from a rider's point of view, to see him kind of controlling his own, like, just kind of doing what he wants, mm-hmm. you know, like he he kind of has he kind of has held the power in his hands like this whole off season. I think it'd be, you'd be hard to find a rider rider that doesn't see that and goes kind of like, yeah, that's awesome, man. Right. Like, do your thing. Like you've earned it. Yeah. Go, um, go, go ride the Stark. Go, go hang out. Yeah, yeah. Like just go do what you want, man. Like you've earned it. You don't owe, like you don't really owe anybody anything. Like you've, yeah, obviously the guy's loaded and, um, won a lot of races and yeah, go have fun. He, he pops off and he gets some people upset at him sometimes, but whatever, dude, it's his life. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, right. 
Um, um, yeah. I have people telling me, and you know, I know, I think I know where you're going to go with this, but you know, the Suzuki is a little out of date. Let's be honest, it is. But the, the, to think Kenny can't win on it is ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's Ken Roxon. Like, yeah. if you want to talk about a title, okay, I'll start breaking down that I don't think Kenny can win a championship on that bike. Sure, I'll, I'll entertain that. We can break that down. We have a lot of history on our side to talk about it. But to think Ken Roxon well, can't win races? And to think, this is this is my own. It, it's really, I don't want to talk, um, imply that I'm giving any type of inside information because most of Kenny and I's dialogue is not motocross related. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not really stuff like this but this is just like uh if i was a journalist this would be my perspective think about you know he was hired he was hired at honda huge contract like he's going to bring the uh bring the brand back Mm -hmm. win all these championships right gets gets has that injury claws his way back it's miraculous that he was you know still riding and and all that stuff but you're kind of always feeling like you're letting people down like in a way i would think um like you always have that expectation mm-hmm. like is he gonna is he gonna be the guy for honda like is he gonna get it done is he gonna get it done mm-hmm. and to me the the mental switch with him just strictly from an outside perspective is like like he kind of found that spot where he's like man you know what i have like this i have done really well for myself like and and now he's in a position and now he's in a position where the bike kind of isn't expected to win mm-hmm. um and he it's kind of like a it's like a new challenge you know it's not like every kind of i feel like the headspace he's in is everything he does from now on out is kind of a bonus and i think that's the scariest the scariest headspace that um an athlete can be in yeah in terms of getting in in terms of like in in a good way well and think about him and a chip on his shoulder which he's done said many times about you know just want to prove everybody wrong. I want to come back. I want to win races, right? Screw the haters. Screw and and then now he's got maybe even more motivation, right? So, I don't know. I think yeah. it's a departure from that a little bit. Oh, I, okay. I, I could be I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think Kenny does his best work when he obviously he's got to be. You all these guys are incredibly determined people. Yeah. But I think um, I don't know. I think it's coming from a different spot. I think that to win a title you got to be pretty miserable because the diet and the exercise and the dedication and the work, you've seen it. You've done it. You've seen it with RV, right, um, up close. Well, it's a choice, man. No. It's it, all a choice. It is a choice, and I think Kenny doesn't want to make that choice, and I'm fine with it. He wants to surf once in a while, and he wants to have some In-N-Out Burger and all of that, and that's where I like I took heat from JT and Wygant a couple years ago because I was like, he, he's not going to win the title. But he will win. He'll be in title contention, but he's not going to win because I just thought that that one percent that you need, he doesn't want to do that. And I don't. He's lucky to be racing with this arm injury. So that was just my own opinion, and I, I think I stick with that, you know. But having said that, the dude's one of the baddest dudes ever to throw a leg over a bike, and what he what he's overcome with this arm injury is in, in, in phenomenal. So it's kind of where I'm at with Kenny. Yeah, no comment, man. Um, I don't. Know, I, I haven't won a title, so. Yeah, you won an outdoor title. Yeah, I won an outdoor title, but I haven't don't won a don't belittle like that. Four fifty supercross. Don't title. don't belittle an outdoor title. Twenty four motos, mud, heat, different track conditions, travel. To oh, an, dude, to I'm an outdoor super title. Proud is, of that. Yeah, it's I'm gnarly. Super proud of that. I'm um, super proud of that. Are you one of those guys? Like, okay, so I just finished telling you about how with 
an arm and shoulder issue, you led laps and all of that, right? Did you win a heat? I don't think you won a heat, but you were, anyways, you led laps and all that. Fast qualifier, yeah. I'm sure. But are you one of those guys? I was talking to a top 10 guy the other day on a text, and he was telling me how much he admires Ked Roxon and his riding and how, how good of a rider he is on a motorcycle. Um, you're on that level, so maybe you're not the same, but when you watch Kenny ride, do you think, oh, my God, look at this dude? Yeah, I think in certain like in certain areas, like the whoops, for example, mm-hmm. how he's how he manages to be so level, like he's got mm-hmm. such a feel for it. Um, it's just he's a he's a big like he's just a feel rider. So yeah, it's pretty to watch. Mm-hmm. It's minimal effort. It's kind of the same along the same lines of like a, a Christian Craig type, like really really neutral on the bike, like just a shit ton of roll speed, not a lot of braking. Yeah. Um, low it just RPMs, looks like you can it, you know, yeah it just yeah. looks like it looks like you can ride forever like it looks like those guys can just ride forever um, i think he ride, it, anybody, yeah. i think he rides a 450 ahead. perfect i just think he rides a 450 how you want to ride a 450 yeah i, I think there's <laughs> multiple i think there's multiple ways to get it done okay yeah, yeah. but i think yeah. i think obviously his formula has produced a a lot of success and yeah um I, I think the way that he rides, how technically sound he mm-hmm. is, I think the the sky is the limit in terms of how fast he wants to go. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you have to have the bike. Obviously, you have to have the bike, mm-hmm. um, and you got to be healthy and you got to be fit. But that that kind of like template, that foundation for speed, is pretty much limitless. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think you're. I think you're right. It's... He doesn't hold himself back in any areas. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you uh, do you have any sleepers that you've seen at the test tracks or heard about or anything else that you, do you have any sleeper riders that you think are going to impress? Like uh, anybody been flying at the test track, you know? Yeah, I'm going to bore you here, man. Okay. I, I I really just have I've just been doing my thing. Okay, I really have I really haven't been paying attention. I've sure. gone to some I've gone to some public tracks and said I thought Dino was ripping a couple times. I saw him at Paula. Um, a Ray looks A Ray oh, looks pretty good. Stop it! Come on, don't just say that because no, he's serious. a friend he, of the show. Off, he, no, I'm serious. He's he's definitely a gear higher than he used to be. <laughs> oh, I saw, I saw him in I saw him in the gym too. <laughs> really? Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I saw him in the gym, dude. Right. He was getting he, with it. So. Okay. Oh, he's back on Blue Crew. He's very happy with the motorcycle. He really likes. I don't know. The he looks so. he looks stoked in the gym. I okay. Was to see him. <laughs> I thought you were ripping a GH when you passed me. I don't know, a month and a half, two months ago. Probably two months oh, yeah? ago now. Yeah, I thought you were ripping, but I mean, I, perhaps my forty-five plus B level speed, you know, wasn't what you were trying to go up against. But I thought you looked great. So, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think I, yeah, I, I did text you. You're like, yeah, I didn't even see you, man. <laughs> I really didn't. Yeah. you didn't come say hi or anything. No, no, I didn't. But um, it's just funny that yeah, you just don't even like. Guys like me are just pylons, right? In your eyes, you're just like I just gotta get. No, like, totally. Like yeah, I just it's like I see. Right, I see through you. Right, right, totally. <laughs> I can imagine what that's like. Uh, Adam Cincerulli here on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Uh, who's who's taking home uh, NBA title? It's early, but who we got? You've been paying attention. You know, I haven't been paying too much. I haven't been paying too much attention. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I haven't checked the records in probably like two weeks. The Pelicans. I'm super stoked on the Pelicans. Zion is back. Yeah, he's yep. back. Yep. I hope he stays healthy because mm-hmm. man, that is such a fun team to watch. Yeah. Um, hard. To, how are the Bucks doing? 
the Bucks. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, they are second in the East, second or third is in the Celt- East. Are, are Celtics? Celt- Celtics still winning? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like the Celtics' chance of at least getting to the finals. D- um, Jason Tatum and and Jalen Brown are definitely prime of their careers. They're at least going into the prime. I'll take the Celtics. Okay. All right. I, I want to see if Golden State's going to turn it on. I don't know what's going on. I don't follow it close enough to know what's happening with Golden State, but they're not. Yeah, they're, they're turning they're turning on. They just won. Um, they just won a big game against somebody really good. Okay. I forget. All right. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. They're they're coming they're coming around. Oh, they beat the Mavs, I think. Oh, fair enough. All right, man. I'm well, sure people care. Yeah. No. Listen, I don't care. It's my podcast. I can ask you anything. Yeah, I want. for real. They can turn it off. If they don't like it. Uh Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Like I said, I know you haven't done a lot of media. I feel blessed that you decided to actually talk publicly. So I feel very fortunate for that. You know, I mean, maybe it's got something to do with, you know, uh, you having the highest rated video still to this day on the Pulp MX YouTube channel. Really? Is yeah. it the Maxima video? No, the the Super Mini on GoPro Super Mini video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that thing was, is. That was such a fun track. You're, you're just pinned. You never shut off. It just <laughs> I, I can't, I, dude. I can't believe that was like ten years ago. What? Like, I know it's insane. It's so nuts. Uh, listen, nuts, man. I started being a mechanic in 1996. It is now 2022. 26 years of going to the races. Like I was I, born in 96, man. Dude, I saw Ricky's first race, and then I saw his last one. I got to get out of here. Evan Ferry's coming. And I'm still oh, here, yeah, dude. You, you, yeah. Where are you at on the retirement thing? Uh, a couple years ago, no, you were out. Yeah, I, I bought a, a nicer house. and So uh, now we're back. We're back, dude. I haven't <laughs> The mortgage on this thing is, is nuts. I and, like that. And I haven't, so I haven't said I'm out for a couple, yeah, a year and a half, two years since I moved to this house. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm there, man. I'm there. So it's unfortunate. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you again for doing this. Uh, I appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Um, can't wait to see your ride. And uh, I know your fans are going to be stoked to have you back on the track. And, uh, yeah, we'll lay that foundation to achieve what you want to achieve. I like it. Absolutely. Why not? Why not me? <laughs> I do feel like this is the lowest Adam Cien Cirillo hype maybe there's ever been. It feels so good. <laughs> I bet it does. Like it feels so good. And some, you know, it, people still care too, which is awesome. Uh, they do. I like, care. Yes. It's, uh, it's like people just want to see me do well, and, and mm-hmm. dude, that feels. Yep. That feels so good. It's just a human being. So yeah. Um, I, you know me. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it everything I've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. I so agree. I'm I, pre- looking- I appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to it, man. Thanks, AC. Uh, be well, man. Talk soon. Thank you. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners. Don't change the air. Don't change the air.